Hello and welcome. So this is Jay Geyer, and uh, we are going to continue a conversation we've been having talking about how to protect, really how to educate and protect you on the value of your business, aka your private practice, you know, the helping the small guy or gal, so to speak, right? And helping them to understand how people get in their heads, how people deceive them, and then really to educate them about, you know, sometimes understanding this game. So, and a couple things. Um, so there is a welcome all the new subscribers. Um, this is free of charge, um, but you got to remember that we also have a lot of things that you can buy, right? So I've done this a long time, and this is sort of a, an interesting world for me, opportunity to communicate with people who um, are not clients of ours. Uh, but I want you to know the invitation to become a client is open uh, all the time. And um, what that means, and there's simple ways to do it, as simple as going to our site, taking the five-star challenge. Um, the other thing is if you are wanting to explore some of these topics at a greater level, so for instance, you want to learn more about marketing, you want to learn more about uh, how to, how to deal, build your team, we have lots of events that were done, um, high production events, days of content, and we can make some of those available for you. And you listen to those, and then it gives you a real sense of the, the group we have. And then obviously we have our practice management division, training division. So we really, I'm pretty sure we're the largest provider of these services, certainly in the dental world. And um, we do all of this on a fee basis. We don't take your equity, right? So we don't try to buy your business. We think that that should be yours. You know, it's kind of like, I always sort of think like, well, what's valuable in life? You know, I, every doctor I meet, you know, I used to do this thing where you put on the board, what's important to you. And, you know, people would do, they'd say my family, you know, and then some people would put up their God or they, you know, say their health. And, you know, I mean, I, I'm trying to introduce you to the idea that maybe you should put your stock up there too, right? Because if you think about it, whatever your, whatever, or your job for many of us, it, it for, for a lot of people, you know, the job is what creates money to be able to do things for your family or whatever that might be. So uh, it's important if you didn't listen to the previous episode, probably that you go back and do that because this is uh, really part two of a uh, session talking about how the there's industries that are growing, you know, starting, uh, and that are out to get your stock and they are, and they're very good at this and you're very unprepared. And so we were talking last episode about how, and I'll put you on notice that they have these agreements, right? And sometimes they'll say, even to tell you what your business is worth, you have to sign a confidentiality non-disclosure agreement, which is ludicrous. Okay. 
absolutely ludicrous. And it's like the beginning of the spiral. And there's something funny about, you know, when you think you're going to get a check, right? And remember, money is a very powerful technique. And a lot of times it's really funny. They throw out money and then they come back and they say, well, oh, yeah, you're going to have to we'll give you X, but you're going to, you're going to get this much up front and you're going to get this much stock and you're going to get this. And then, and, and they've got you hooked with the amount of money. It's like a technique, right? And then, but then they have all these techniques to not actually give you that much money, but to get you still to do the deal because they fear. And so Ken, do you believe that a doctor who is motivated can be taught to develop a greater business than a dental service organization or a large corporation who has hundreds of offices. <laughs> I mean, it's just so funny to me that any of you actually think they can do it better. And I am here to tell you if you join forces with me and you want to have a great practice, we'll put your practice right up against one of these and I promise you, you can do a better job than they can. The thing you can't do is be intimidated. Yeah, they might have better marketing than you, which of course you should copy if it's better, right? But what they, they, what they cannot do when you get up to hundreds of units, right? And this is what, again, is funny, is if you understand anything about team building and culture, and I encourage all my clients to go to some of these organizations. I mean, I have people who are, who are signing agreements with these knuckleheads to buy their practice and they've never literally shopped their units, right? So it's like, I mean, so, and then these are the same people who are like, well, it's not about the money. No, this is, of course it's about the money. And, and you were so lazy that you didn't even walk in to one of these units. So go to one if you want to know what it's you want to know what it's like find office number 299 and go in there and be a patient and see how great it is right talk to the people right get get an idea of the culture and and then go is that what you want for your office because that's what, it, what it's going to look like and don't believe everything you see in the brochure. I'm here to tell you, like, you know, and the truth about building a great business is it's an enormous amount of work and it takes time. Okay. That's the truth. There's no shortcuts. Anyone tells you any different is lying to you. Okay. And by the way, the problem is always the business owner because the business owner has to learn new things. And so there's a lot of things you need to learn if you want to have a successful practice that you do not currently know right now. And you have to learn a lot of things about how to respond to situations that you've never experienced because as we grow practices, we're constantly in uncharted territory. It's kind of like taking a boat out and all of a sudden there's a storm. If you've never been out in a boat in a storm, that's uncharted territory. I, don't, I, 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 I am not interested in being on a boat in a storm. Therefore, I would not take the boat out if it looks like it's going to storm. Pretty simple stuff. Um, I have a friend with a sailboat. He's constantly inviting me and I won't go because I don't want to be in a boat. I, I don't want to be in that territory, period. Even when I go out, I have a boat and I, I want to stay close to shore, right? I mean, so anyways, you get the deal, right? So let's talk. Today, I said I would share with you some of the uh, specific techniques that these, In and I'm, I'm sorry if you're in another business, um, 
if, if you're a medical doctor, this would be like a, maybe a group practice or a hospital or an insurance company would use these techniques. And then in, in dental, it's this, this, this thing called the dental service organization, which I'm going to come up with a new name for that. Right. Because that's not what it is. Right. Um, it's more like a, and again, there's no one governing them. So I can truthfully say anything about them too. It's more like a, dental scam operation. And what that means, if you print a brochure that says you can do all these things better than, than you'll ever be able to do, and then you don't deliver them, that's called a scam. And, but look, here's the deal. I don't have, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but eh, I did. So they're not, they're not the scammer. Remember that. So it's your lack of knowledge is the problem. They're just using techniques. So let's go through some of the techniques that are used. And by the way, if you study great techniques, these are all tremendous techniques. So, and the first one that is the most commonly used is fear. And fear is the, the inference that, I mean, I use fear sometimes. Um, I will say to people, um, look, there are things you don't know that you need to know. Okay. And I'm gonna, like, I'm just telling you right now, there are definitely things about building a team that I probably know that you don't know. And so is that fear? Well, probably. Okay. But I don't think it's leading you to anything negative. It's actually just leading you to learning how to be a better leader and build your team. So I don't feel bad about that at all. This particular fear revolves around the suggestion that there's a timing issue and that if you don't sell your practice now, you'll not be able to sell it later and there will not be buyers. And this is such a good technique, right? And if you study history, what you will find is completely incorrect and it is not right. And if you understand anything about the source of funds for private equity, you'll realize this. These companies typically have to sell in five years to somebody, which means they're on a, on a, on a pressure cooker. The reason why they have to acquire is that they're not good at growing actual practices. They have to show growth and they do it by acquisition. When interest rates, what they're saying to you is right now we can borrow a lot of money so we can buy your practice. You have to understand. So what you're saying is you got a bunch of money to buy practices because money's cheap, that they operate in a, in a world of borrowed money. And so they're, using their problem now to scare you. I'm here to tell you, listen, you will sell your practice someday. The, I don't, I don't debate that at all, but very few people are prepared. Like you're not prepared. I could prove that to almost anybody. 99% of business sales happen with business people who are not financially prepared. My goal is to change that number. There will be a time and a place to, your, to sell your practice. It will not be when they, when they have low interest rates. There's no correlation between their ability to borrow money and your timing of your sale. The real question is, how long do you need income? And the answer to that question is a long time, okay? And that's what most people don't study. So what I don't have a problem with anyone telling their business. The problem is their lack of knowledge. So for instance, but this fear thing, it's incorrect. Okay. I promise you, okay. That someone will always want to buy your business. Okay. And that 
there, and, and yeah, maybe, right, it's at a high. But again, maybe you don't need to sell it for two more highs. And everything is a cycle. So fear, okay? And by the way, and they'll use fear. They'll say things like, well, we, we got to get this done this month or we got to get this done. And by the way, watch it. At the end of quarters, like quarters, and the end of years, they get very hot. And also, don't be flattered when someone calls you and says they want to buy your practice. These are telemarketers, okay? Um, they're just simply, there are call houses that do nothing but try to get interested parties. And I mean, imagine how, how hard it is to call a doctor and say, oh my gosh, we've been, they, they'll actually act like they care about you, right? We'd like to welcome you to our service or now. They don't even work for the company, by the way. They're usually paid telemarketers who just get the lead and they get like a percentage of something when you sign that agreement and then they eventually, you know, surround and buy you and put you in a five-year sentence and then hold back money and then give you a couple million dollars, maybe, if that, which you then have no idea what to do with, by the way, and all disappears very quickly. So fear, okay? It's pretty easy stuff. Um, they use a technique and it's called the bait theory. And it's just something real, it's like fishing, you, you use bait. And if you've ever been out fishing, I don't know a lot about it, so I hire somebody and they change the bait. They change the bait. And so what right now the bait is, it's real simple. Doctor, how would you like to just concentrate on being a doctor and, and not having to learn and not having the stress of dealing with people and let us handle the marketing and all the administration and you just get to be a doctor. And I mean, listen, for some people, that is like music to their ears, okay? And we're gonna do everything, the inference is better than you'd ever be able to do. Well, I know for a fact that's not true. As a matter of fact, I have many offices that, you know, we'd have hundreds of new patients and they, in a matter of short periods of time, could, could figure out a way to cut that in fourth. They don't spend money to promote the practice. They don't necessarily develop a team. And so listen, and, and they're off buying new units and you're, you know, it's about more units, more units, more units, okay? But the bait theory is finding that thing. And then again, the other thing is money, right? So if you know anything about private equity, like, right? So if you wanna get them to go away, you say, A, I don't need your money. So what do you bring to the table? See, what you guys should say is, oh, I'm not, I don't need your money. So what do you bring to the table? And you should concentrate on scrutinizing what they bring to the table and you're gonna find they don't bring much. Okay, like why is it gonna be better for my team or whatever the situation is? And so when private equity companies call me and say, hey, do you wanna sell the scheduling institute? I would say, well, yeah, you know, I mean, I'd entertain it, but listen, a couple things, like I'm financially independent. So I, the money is not something that really interests me a lot. So what else do you guys have to bring to the table? And it's amazing how many times I never hear back from them because they know that the bait didn't work, okay? And when I say, well, what do you bring to the table? Now, remember, these guys have figured out what to say to you and they know you won't check it. Kind of like they know you won't hire a lawyer or you'll sign an agreement that has a confidentiality clause in it without really understanding what that means. Like you can't shop your practice, which is kind of ironic. 
Okay, so lots of bait. And again, ooh, remember the fish has no idea, right? Okay. So they look for uneducated sellers. And so this podcast is my contribution to the world on trying to educate the seller. And there really is no other place where that goes, if that makes sense. And they would prefer that you not be educated and they would have a lot of techniques that, I mean, this is what they don't want. And by the way, any market, so the market conditions are actually that doctors are known as incredibly uneducated about money and finance and business. And so that's why they want to sort of consolidate things and they can take you and roll you into something and you're because you're uneducated you don't know what it's worth so uh 90 i said 99 it's probably like 95 percent of sellers are uneducated and that's that's why they go after that market you're invited to an in-person semi-private workshop with jay geyer where he'll give you the step-by-step blueprint to make more money while you're in practice now and set you up to be able to sell for maximum value in the next three to five years, guaranteed. Register for this free event now before it sells out at www.jgeyerevents.com. Um, tired, uh, tired, 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 tired. So this is a condition where people want to escape, right? And most of them are tired because they don't know how to run a practice correctly. They don't know how to go on vacation correctly. They don't know how to free up their time correctly. And I'm here to tell you that there are two conditions for most doctors. The ones that I've taught to do that and the ones that don't know how to do it. And I will tell you that it is horrifying. The condition that most doctors live in where they have to be in the practice every single day and everybody knows where they are, and it's all they do is see patients, and they have no freedom of time. I mean, it it is horrible, and so that'll make you tired, and particularly over time. And then got you know, and they also don't try to imply that you're old. So what I find funny is, listen, if you are, if you let's say you're listening to this and you're you know forty, right? And I'm noticing forty year olds think they're old. You're not old, but then one of you sixty. Well, in the sixty year old, you know, he he's a he or she is like, well, I'm old. No, no. But I need income till I'm 78. Okay, well, listen. Um, see, old is in the way you think. And you may be in a, and I'm telling you, like, I can bring a person to life. And by the way, if you're 60 or 65, you're probably the smartest you've ever been. That's why I like people who have a little seasoning to them. Um, you know, if you're 25 or 26 and you just got a school, I mean, you, you have the problem that you actually think you know a lot of things that you really know none of. The person who is 55 or 60 has actually been, you know, you, you have, you're pretty smart and it's about getting you the correct information. And, and I don't mean to criticize either group, but most people kind of get very confused about, you know, it's like, you, you really think you go in life from young and naive to see, we shouldn't go right to tired. Okay. There's this beautiful space in between there where you're really as smart. I would tell you this, every single one of you right now, you're as smart as you've ever been. Therefore, we actually have the best opportunity to make you progress, right? It's like my view of people is that humans have way more capability than they they exercise at any given moment. And that's, that's why, you know, in the, 
you know, like in our practice management side, that's my job is to extract that from people. You know, you come into a meeting and it's like, okay, we got to figure out how to get you to do something differently to get a different result. But I mean, ultimately, what I've found is there tends to be two kinds of people. And if it'll help you, there's one is coachable and one is not. And you need to figure out what you are. So I'm a coachable person, right? So I read books, I listen to things, I can take information and, and I'm, I know enough to know um, that I need to make changes. And it doesn't mean that I do it all the time, but it, you know, sitting at my desk here in the studio and I've got three or four self-evaluations and you know, I take the time to read those. And so if you're coachable, there's great news for you, okay? You can do much better, all right? Don't let anyone tell you that that's not true. Okay, no legal representation. So actually, if you, if I, I did some research and they actually brag about the fact that they will provide you with all the contracts and they will provide you with evaluation. And there are actually doctors who are naive enough to think that that's a good idea. That's horrible. And by the way, they're cheap. So when you're cheap, oh, the other thing is, uh, if you're cheap, life's probably not gonna be great for you. So I just tell you, that's another observation I've noticed. Like if, if, if your goal in life is never to pay for anything, um, I mean, go find a, an old person who had that philosophy and see where they live, see if you can get a look at their bank account their relationships, oh, it's got to be horrible versus the person who understands that the single and always greatest investment will be in yourself and in other people, okay? So understand that. So keep moving here. But when someone tries to tell you that, you know, something else, they're wrong. Okay, we target an unprepared seller. So we've kind of been through that one. So you, you, you guys understand that one. So you mislead, that's a technique where you mislead about things that you know are painful. So you study the customer. It's like, I don't, if you came to me and said, Jay, I want to go five times. I want to take my practice five times. Here's the spiel. Well, why should I accept you? And, and they say, well, because I want to go five times. I was like, you don't want to go five times or you would have gone five times. No, I really, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm really ready. And then people will say things like, well, you know, I always say they, they say they hired another consultant. And I always say, well, did it work? So, no, I said, okay, well, you're the problem. So it is interesting. So I try to tell people that if you want me to help you, I can tell you what you're going to have to do. And there are some things you have to get over, right? And if, so for instance, if you're cheap and you don't want to spend money, probably not going to work. Um, because that's not how anything works, right? You have to make investments and to get returns. So they mislead. So if I say, you know, you'll never have to worry about this again, and that's your pain point, I mean, that that's a specific technique. And, you know, that's kind of like somebody saying, you know, we're gonna, somebody said to me one time, we're gonna install I don't know, it's like lights that never need to be changed. And, you know, I couldn't, st I had to stop the conversation. I was like, that is a lie. Or gutters that never have to be serviced. There's no such thing. It's misleading about the pain points, right? Very effective technique. So this isn't really a technique. Maybe it's a tip on your part. 
um, they don't reveal the source of the money or the origin of the money, and they don't reveal the plan. So in other words, if you think about selling a business, I mean, I mean, number one, it's like, where, where'd the money come from, right? Because if you tell me the source of the money, I can tell you where, what's going to happen and what the demands are going to be with it. So if it's private equity money, they want a high, high, high rate of return and they want it in five to seven years and there's no if, ands, or buts about it. So, on, so the, the, I mean, I, the reason they wouldn't publish that is because then it would lead you to understanding that. But trust me that money and the source of money reveals lots of things. It's kind of like, you know, usually behind a person who's a scammer, there's usually debt or overspending, if that makes sense. <laughs> so in other words, every story, right, is they, they mislead that a bit. So you want to know the source of the money and you want to know your potential partners down the road because what most doctors sign up for is that they can be resold very quickly and have a completely new buyer and that buyer has the ability to change the terms of the agreement, okay? So one-sided, uh, I have found that for whatever reason, most, by the way, cheap people don't hire lawyers, uh, really kind of smart people do. And so what that means is you got to have a lawyer. So if you're going to sign an agreement, you send it to your lawyer and a good one and they read it and they tell you what you're signing up for, but you also have to give them specific directions, right? That's why the funniest thing to me is the way I mean, these people put this on their brochure. They'll literally tell you, if you call us, you'll sign an agreement. And that agreement locks you not to talk to anybody else. And you, you can't even tell me what you sold. You can't even tell me what you sold the business for. You can't have a conversation with me about it where I can say to you, hey, whoa, 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 stop. You know, they're buying it at half price because you signed an agreement like a fool. I mean, but that's a dirty, underhanded trick, right? That's just dirty, dirty, dirty. I mean, there's no, and, and they're not doing it they're doing it because it's good for them. It's not good for you. I'm telling you, don't sign that agreement under any circumstances ever fight against it. Okay. They throw a big number out and then slice it up in earnouts and stock value. So it's like a bait and switch. So if I say, Hey, I'll give you 3 million bucks, but then when I get you used to thinking you're going to get 3 million bucks. And then at the end I say, well, we're going to give you a million five now and a million in two years and da da da. The number of times I've heard people couldn't get their second payout is insane. But now again, the reason I can't parade them in front of you is they've signed agreements. So you, that technique is just used over and over and over again. And then all of a sudden it's a five-year buyout. So what it's like a bank and interest rates, right? If I call the bank, if I want a loan, the only thing I care about is the terms and particularly the interest rate, right? Because I don't do bad used to and I didn't know anything about money, but the last thing I would want is a bad interest rate. So it's important that you understand that these, the bait and switch is I give you a big number and then I bait you with that. Get You, you get that number in your mind. And now I say to you, well, I'm gonna give you half of it up front. And then you're like, okay. And you're so deep in, and by the way, you're so, you signed an agreement and said you can't go find another buyer, which is just really ironic right? So, and instead of being, and by the way, if you're a terrible negotiator, right? Like 
the, the problem is like, that's when you walk away. But if they got you, listen, if I can make you think you're going to get a $3 million check from me, uh, it's harder to walk away because you, most people have spent the money already in their heads. So those are just a few of the techniques. So, I mean, what is crazy about th those techniques and is that if you think about that, you have no weaponry against them. I mean, and this is done over a period of time. I mean, it is like you, I mean, it's the best trap I, I've ever heard of. So again, I, I, listen, we can't blame them for using the techniques. And I, you know, there are times in, okay, do you think that they think they're doing terrible things to you? No, 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 no. They think they're doing you a favor. And look, I, I'm not saying that it's, any of these techniques are illegal. All those techniques are legal. I'm just saying that you, you're my person. Like you're the person I care about. I don't care about them. I'll be honest. I don't care about them. I care about you. And so if you're educated, those techniques will not work. And, you know, as we go through this podcast, uh, maybe one day I'll do one on how to sell something, right? And by the way, there's a, there's a reverse to all of those techniques, right? And maybe someday we'll get into that. But so avoid the lion's den. Avoid the naming thing, right? It's not a service organization, right? Okay, give me a break. Don't buy the brochure, go verify it. So for instance, come to one of my events. If you've never been involved with us, come to an event, spend a couple of days, meet our customers. No, no, don't, you know, don't go try to figure out what we do online, right? That's not it. Come and actually see what we do. Come into one of our facilities, do a blueprint day. Come to one of our facilities, our facility in Atlanta or Phoenix, see where people go, right? I don't have anything to hide. I mean, we like our, our thing is come on in, we'll show you what we do. And if you'd like to do it fine, but, and understand there's nothing to hide, but we're not going to take your equity. Okay. And you, if you are a doctor and you will put some energy and effort into growing your practice, I promise you that I can show you how to grow it and it can be very lucrative and you can create an, uh, uh, a lifetime of income and you can have a very nice life and not burn out. And don't let anybody tell you you're old and, and don't let anybody tell you that you're too young and therefore you can't do it. And if you're young, I got to help you understand how to pay off debt. And so don't be intimidated by debt. And if you're coachable, so for instance, if you did sports and you were on a team you need a coach, man. You don't need a buyer, okay? You don't need to give this stuff up to somebody who wants your stock. You need a coach. And there's that the smartest people in the world and the highest performing people have a coach. So come on in, let's have that conversation. But don't let someone tell you that they can do all of this better than you and then believe it without even going to verify it. So it's like the good news. The good news is, I mean, I have clients that have been with me for years. They do the things they say in those brochures better than these large group practices do. But yet there's just something about the power of that information that they want to think that they do it better. 
Well, what you do is you verify that. So it's kind of like I bought this um, hydrofoil and I thought, wow, you know, this looks great. I want a hydrofoil. Well, I get the hydrofoil and, you know, I forgot that I'm not a, I have a hard time on a surfboard popping up. Well, same thing is true with the hydrofoil. So now I have this hydrofoil and my daughter can do it really well, but I still really can't do it. So I, I'm going to have to go to hydrofoil school to learn how to ride this hydrofoil. Right. And so in life, we've all been through that. It's like you think, well, I'm going to go play golf and maybe, maybe you can, maybe you can't or whatever. So the best way to verify something is to go check it out, not to go based on what people say, not to go based on what the brochure even says. It's to go actually physically experience it for yourself. So, so for instance, if, but, but it's funny, like, so somebody goes, well, I'm going to sell my practice to this group. I say, well, have you ever been to one of their offices? No. Um, okay. Have you interviewed 10 doctors who did the same deal? No. Okay. Did you have a lawyer? No. Did you get the business appraised before you sold? No. I mean, this is unbelievable, right? So what I would say to you is, and, and listen, if here's what I can tell you for sure, if you own a practice, and you will sit down and, and lay out your goals and objectives, right? Whatever they are. And we have a process. We, we do a thing called a blueprint day, which you should consider. You come into our facility. We'll have somebody spend the day with you. And, and you go, okay, uh, here's what my practice. You got to share numbers. Here's what we did. And here's where we want to go over whatever period of time. We can literally tell you exactly what you have to do. In other words, think about this. I mean, I've grown practices, you know, from a million dollars, you know, some of them over plus over 10. And we've done this many, many times. And so if somebody comes to me and goes, well, okay, I have a $2 million practice and I want to turn it into a $10 million practice. Well, I, I, we pretty much can lay out for you how long that's going to take, what you're going to have to do, what it's going to spend. It's not like a mystery. But imagine if the person has never done it before, they're sitting there thinking, oh man, I can't do it. Well, no, because you've never done it. So just understand that. That's how that works. Don't let anybody trick you into thinking something else is going on in the world, okay? And by the way, the only thing that I notice with people, what they'll do sometimes is they'll want to do it too quick. And so sometimes they're unrealistic in their timelines and they want to do it without investing any money. So again, usually it doesn't work out. So I will tell you that. But along the way, what's happening is your stock is becoming more and more valuable. And there will always be a buyer for good, viable practices. And the number one thing we can do to make your business viable is to lessen the amount of time you treat patients in it and build up an actual team in it. And anyway, so with that being said, uh, let's figure out where you need to go. Let's see if we can help you with that. And we will pick up in our next uh, podcast. Um, you know what? I'm not going to say what we're going to talk about, but it's going to be great. We'll see you soon. Bye.